0: Bye. intro song is brought to you by dogma beats my good friend back in washington make sure you go check him out on instagram at dogma beats he's got a link to his soundcloud and all his other stuff in his bio there give him a follow check out his page thanks again man hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the i'm getting there podcast i'm your host michael booth i got a special guest today somebody that i've been following for quite some time now he's a guy that Was in the local music scene back home where I'm from in Washington. He's in a band called Into the Flood. He also has some other projects. It's uh, Brendan Wilson. How's it going, man?
1: Oh, you know, not too bad.
0: Living the life. Sorry, you froze. Sorry, froze there for a sec. Uh oh. Are We good now? We're good. We're there. All right, (laughs) sick. Uh, no, but uh, no, it's nice having you, man. Um, how how what have you how have you been? Uh, how's shelter in place been for you this this for this past couple months? Oh
1: man it's been a trip. It's been crazy, man. I was at a job that sucked. You know, it was like healthcare stuff, you know, like assisted living. I was managing like a home with two guys who are developmentally disabled and the company wasn't really like doing their part with the whole like scare and like keeping everybody protected and giving them like safety gear and like hand sanitizer and all that. I'm making like $14 an hour and I was like, look, man, I was like, I'm not asking for much. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want a little bit of hazard pay to make it worth it. If I really am risking my life here daily, yeah. especially whenever people are coming into the building with the virus, um, I was like, give me a little something. And they're like, no, we do this because this is the right thing and it gets us into heaven. And I was like, well, I don't believe in God like that anymore. So I'm out of here. And then uh, kind of just like post it up at home for a whole month. And then now I ended up
0: <laughs> so you're just see, so
1: you... oh no, I was just gonna say now I ended up uh working at like a sushi place up in Seattle, my best wow. friend like manages this restaurant, so now, um, it was like really rough for a minute, but now despite like all the craziness in the world, it's like the small positive thing going on, so gotta take the good with the bad,
0: yeah, that's good to hear, dude. I've had several friends tell me kind of a similar similar story, uh you know the situation where they're they're working in an environment where they're around a lot of people and there's not proper equipment and they don't feel safe and it's it's like you you're put in this situation it's like a moral thing where you're like, okay, my health, yeah, or you know my job like pay like you have to kind of decide you know and that's that's a scary position to be put in i mean, I've been having to work through the quarantine, but I've been lucky enough to mm-hmm. like I don't have to deal with any sort of customers, so it's kind of just. <laughs> you know, just the employees at the place. So it's, you know, it's, it's contained and everybody wears masks and stuff like that. So, you know, I am, I am still nervous and try to, you know, sanitize and stuff, but I'm glad that I'm not like a, you know, a customer service position or something where yeah, you're coming in contact with a lot of people. It's gotta be, um, it's gotta be nerve wracking during this whole thing Um, every day. So
1: it was a little bit, and then I don't know if this just the way, people are is it this country is it the world but now things like move on and you get so apathetic so quick i was like scared to death whenever this first virus thing hit and then now i don't even know what it is it's not even that i don't take it seriously or that i don't take it or don't think it exists or anything but something about it it's everything moves on so quickly especially now with all like the protests and the riots going on i'm like i don't have time to focus on a virus there's other things going on now it's just it's just a lot so you know i wear my gloves and my mask and shit and keep going
0: Mm -hmm. have you seen some of the i've seen some of the statistics revolving around like the some of the cities and the cases and it doesn't seem there's been a a rise or a wave in cases of covid since there's been like protesting in Mm. large groups coming together i haven't like i've been seeing there's reports like they're, um, that's, that's interesting too, to just kind of what you were just saying right there. You, you don't want to, you don't want to like start to deny it's like realness, you know, but at the same time, it is interesting to just observe what's going on with everybody that was home, just coming out and protesting and, you know, and being together and being around each other. Uh, you got to wonder, you know, like, is it, you know, is it, like, right. safe now? Is it not safe? And so, and so many people say so many different time, things, yeah. you
1: know? And it's fucking, you know, you don't want to believe the guy who's just saying dumb shit on the internet. <coughs> because He's some asshole who wants to say something just to say something because that's what people do. But, like, I don't know. I remember whenever I was still doing the assisted living thing and I would just sit there and watch the news all day long. And I would just be like, I don't know. I don't know what this is. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm just going to be safe and wait for the whole thing to fucking play out. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. Because now it's so crazy. It was like the scariest thing in the world. And then now you don't even really hear about it anymore. You still like have to witness the effects of it in real life. Uh, like I got checked going into a couple stores today, like saying, where's your mask? But like the, the mass media coverage where it was, is just like gone now. You know, now it's like the, the collective attention, it's mm-hmm. shifted. It's just weird. But that's the world we live yeah. in. It's just crazy. You gotta deal with it day by
0: day. hmm I wanted to ask you about this this new project that I've been seeing mm-hmm. on your on your Instagram. It's uh I'm really like stoked on what you've put out and I'm curious, like are you is it just gonna be you and some and just one other person, or are you planning on adding more more to it expanding it like adding like like a base or a basis to it or like whether what are your plans for that because it seems like it's really fucking awesome what you've put right out yeah. like the some of the riffs are like sick but i'm like curious like are, is there going to be more like are you kind of we, we're we kind of just like going with it because like we both have like multiple
1: projects and we're in like another band together already and so for now it's just going to be like me and him and i kind of wanted to do it originally just mm-hmm. to like fuck around and write one-minute songs for like Instagram and Facebook just to see how fast we can get them done and uh, what we could come up with while we were bored because it all started when we were stuck inside and said, well, we can't practice together anymore. Let's just see how quick we could throw together a song and write a quick song really quick. And, um, you know, we talk about like maybe doing stuff with it in the future, but like, I don't know. I don't even know what the future of music is anymore. So I'm just, to be honest, I got caught up in music industry stuff for so many years that now whenever it's all kind of gone away, uh, I got to a point where I actually have to kind of like music again because for years I just did not And then now whenever it's like you, like you lose everything, like you can't play shows. You couldn't go to like band practice and shit for a while. Mm -hmm. And I was just sitting here in a room surrounded by instruments. And I honestly thought I would never really play guitar again. And then I got bored and just picked up where I left off where it feels like or where it feels like I left off in like high school, I just like picked up my guitar and like actually started playing again. So I don't know. It's kind of just like a fun project to experiment and uh, actually yeah. just get back into the swing of things.
0: So I was going to say you've like done a lot of different things with social media and just playing guitar. I've noticed you kind of go into playing like some blues stuff, or you just you, know, you whip out like a a riff or something and post it up on your story. And I think that's really cool because it's like I. I'm trying. I'm kind of thinking that same way right now in quarantine with like trying to make skits with people through like, through like maybe we're playing Warzone together or something. We're trying to make like comedy skits through that. Or we're doing like our podcast remotely, like this, uh, with a group and then, um, so I I feel like I I can't imagine what it's like to yeah especially to to be in it for so long like you were I mean you're in it for like years like I oh yeah it's it's got to be like a a weird feeling to all of a sudden just not be to not even know if that's gonna be something that you can continue in the future because yeah. I mean you know a lot of like metal shows and the venues that you're playing were like you know smaller rooms but the people are as like packed around you know like I've I've been to some of them and it's like. It's crazy packed and you get like the pits in there, you know, you're thrashing people around, you're like bouncing into walls and stuff like it's, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, who knows if like that's, that environment is going to be able to, you know, take place like it was again, you know, if the occupancy levels are going to, uh, they're going to allow it, you know, <laughs> you might just yeah. be dancing in an empty floor. Like there might just be like, just some hardcore Like spaced out amongst the...
1: What are they going to do, like, bust out a velvet rope and have everybody, like, stand six feet apart or, like, a big grid? I don't I don't know. I don't know when everything's going to go back to normal. is a problem, because until things are, like, fully back to normal, then there there will be no shows. It's, like, impossible. And people could do house shows and stuff like that. We're entering, mm-hmm. like, a time period where the cops find out you're doing stuff like that. The cops might just show up and fuck you up. So who knows? It's just fucking weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, like, in... Out in out in Graham you could do a show like in the at somebody's house in the fields, oh, yeah. maybe. Like well, just, I, oh yeah. <laughs> I live out in stuff.
1: Gra- I actually like live out in Graham. Uh like right on the outskirts. I'm off of like one seventy six and like nobody gives a shit out here. Like you go to stores and like hardly anybody's wearing masks and stuff like that. It's okay. It's like right whenever you're starting to get into the sticks. So people out here are kind of just like hmm.
0: Yeah, I I grew up on uh Man, I grew up on Webster Road, 304th, like out by like Eatonville.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, Out on 304th. Yeah. Damn, dude, that's deep. Yeah.
0: That's deep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I grew up out there. I remember the when I went to high school, it was like the if I walked like 10 minutes down the street, I could go to Eatonville High School uh, and catch the bus there because the bus went right past that road. Or I could just go to GK. I think I ended up going to GK, but. Yeah, uh, I was I was pretty far out there on the boundary line, but I imagine yeah, I imagine people out there don't give a shit, and they probably don't even come in contact with enough people to spread. You know, they those people kind of just keep to themselves. They maybe go to that yeah. Safeway, <laughs> yeah, go to that that's one it. Safeway on two twenty fourth, and then go back home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> pretty much, dude. Because there's like the one Safeway on one seventy six, and that's what I do. Like, if I'm not at work, I'll stop at the store like maybe once a week on my way home. So, like, nothing has really changed for me. I'm always hope anyway.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, like, um, have you, have, like, you talked to your, like, Into the Flood, have you talked to your bandmates about uh, possibly doing, like, uh, any, like, online stuff? Have you guys, like, discussed that? Like, maybe, like, a live show or something through social media or?
1: uh I don't know. We talked about it, but we talk about a lot of things. Uh, to be honest, like that band has been around for so long, it's kind of like this weird period. where I feel like we're trying to like refigure it out. Um, personally, like I've kind of needed a break too. Because uh, into the flood, it's kind of just been like fucking a corpse for the past seven years, and I'm a little bit burnt out on it. And it doesn't mean like I hate it. It doesn't mean I hate my friends and I don't want to play music with them anymore. But like that particular project has just taken so much of my life and my energy. For so many years that I'm kind of just like trying to get a little bit of space from that right now. So like we talk about what we're going to do in the future, but I don't know. It kind of feels like we need to just like lean back into it organically, you know, Mm because we've just been trying to force it to stay alive and stay together for so long that it's just
0: exhausting. Did you guys, I remember, did you guys like, do you guys ever go out of state? Like, I, I think I remember seeing something. There was, like, uh, did you guys ever come down here or do, like, a West Coast thing at all?
1: Yeah, like, a couple times when we were still signed to Century Media. They sent us out on a couple West Coast tours once, but that's really it. We had, a, like, an East Coast tour booked one time, and then it got canceled last minute. And then the agent never said anything to any of the venues, and then people started getting mad that we weren't showing up to shows that we were booked to play, apparently. So that was that was oh, wow. fun. And that was around the time that... <laughs> the whole record label thing and everything just started fucking crumbling
0: what was that like like just traveling playing is it dope just like traveling with your bandmates down up and down the coast yeah like just playing shows
1: yeah to be honest like playing music is fun and all like i like to go play music but like the traveling and just being free out on the road was incredible like some of the best times I had. Like I remember the shows and I remember the shows being like fun and amazing and being like, Oh, I can't believe I'm out here doing this. But the most fun I had is whenever we're like all in a group, just like day drunk, stopping at a Del Taco. And then we like go, <laughs> and then we go to like the beach in San Diego or some shit, you know, and just hang out and kick it. And that was always just great. You're in a new place every day. Like, you know, I remember driving through weather's still normal And then I wake up with a nosebleed. Blood's pouring out of my nose. And I'm like, what the fuck? I open up the van and look around. And there's just desert around me. And I'm like, oh, we must be in Arizona. (laughs) And it's just, yeah, it's just fun. you like, just waking up in a new place every day. Just being in a van. Just seeing how big the backyard is. Like, actually getting out and experiencing the world around you. It's just incredible.
0: Would you guys try to go see, like the thing in that town if you had time or was there like a was there like a schedule to where you guys were trying to get some stuff in before the show or were you guys always just trying to relax and take it easy
1: it's usually like for the most part it was like business first I don't want to say business first party second because we really liked the party but everything revolved around the shows you know you still got a job to do so you go there you do the job and just, like, whenever you can find free time is whenever you just, like, fuck around. It's like, okay, well, we have, like, we got to this place early. The drive wasn't so bad. Or we, like, like drove all the way through the night. So it's, like, sick. We're here early. Let's do something. Um, or, like, maybe we know we're going someplace cool the next day. So we plan on, like, getting there a little bit earlier or something, making better time. So you could just squeeze yeah. in the fun time, you know. But it's usually, like, schedule, schedule, schedule. And then in between all the little stuff. You cram shit in, or if you have a day off and you're like, "Sick, let's do something on the day off." Okay, yeah, I was
0: curious about that, like how that works out if there, if there is actually, you know, a good amount of time to, to get that stuff in as well, or if it is kind of like you're saying, like schedule, schedule, and there's, you know, not as not as much time as you would probably hope. But I'm sure it's, I mean, it's awesome still. You're on tour. I gotta bet that's that's fucking awesome, man. Um, I think I actually ran into you at warp tour once and i didn't i didn't know you never like been. we didn't know each other really i've never been to warp tour no oh damn okay it must have been somebody <laughs> <else>. <laughs> who's <laughs> this yeah.
1: man pretending to be me
0: <laughs> no i swear i thought it was i thought you were there maybe you weren't there but uh no never mind no it was uh it was Austin and Jared, and there were some other people, but you weren't there. No, it was oh, Jared that was there. I see. Sorry. Oh, okay. So that would have been. Don't oh, have been you're there. all good. Um, speaking of, dude, it's so crazy to see like somebody that I used to go and watch play with like twelve, fifteen people in the audience, and now you see like his videos on YouTube and stuff, and. Um, everything that he's doing, it's like freaking crazy. I just, uh, it's so cool to just like, you know, to remember like just chilling after hanging out and, uh, watching, like going watching him play with like, they charge like warriors and just not knowing at all that this guy's gonna like go and have like millions of views on YouTube and all this crazy other stuff. Um, yeah, it's been really cool to watch.
1: Yeah. And it's really neat. And it's, like, the most interesting part to me is that, like, I get how famous Jared is, but then I have such a limited perception of it, like, knowing the guy and being friends with him. Because, like, the way that I see him is never going to be, like, the same way as, like, a fan sees him. Like, now, like, recently Jared was on the cover of Guitar World, and I'm just like, oh, huh, look at that. Jared's on Guitar World, but, like, you know, somebody else sees that, and they're just like, oh, my God, Jared Dines is on Guitar World. And yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just an interesting, it's just interesting to see that other perspective and this like side of him now to like, whenever I look at him, he's still just like, he's still Jared, like I'd hang out at his parents' house and his mom would make us tea and then like go out in public with him and like people just bother him constantly for like pictures and autographs. And it's just, it's a, it's a fun That's thing crazy. to witness.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I went to school with Austin, for, like first grade all the way through like high school. Oh shit! And yeah, it like a his, long time. Like his, yeah, like his dad was like my coach for baseball, and like his mom and my mom were hanging out, and I've known that guy forever, and uh, it's been cool to see him kind of get involved in that too, and his like growth and stuff from like when he first started doing music as well. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just cool to see like that community and that scene get like represented because I I just remember going to shows sometimes like a couple times a week uh like Seattle and Tacoma and stuff and just hanging out and there being like a huge scene of bands just uh like playing shows all the time. Like just local bands. Like just yeah. there's like a just a huge thriving scene in the, up there. And I can move down here and uh it was only like recently I was able to start like kind of tapping into like what's going on down here. And it's there's there's a scene down here too, but it's not as like active as as i remember it being like up there and stuff but it's still it's just really cool um like i always wanted to come down here and go to some of the you know the venues you'd see like bands like stick to your guns and terror playing and uh, online and stuff and uh i hope that i hope you know like we were talking about earlier i hope it is able to come back so that uh you know these tours can get back online we can go even if it's like a I don't care, dude. I'll go to a drive in metal show, man. I'll <laughs> sit in my car <laughs> and headbang on my steering wheel and like watch like watch the band play live on stage. That would be kinda yeah. sick. Yeah, that'd be
1: pretty <laughs> rad, I won't even <laughs> lie.
0: Like you, if you could bring your homies and you could all just like sit in the car and like pass the bowl around and just like Oh yeah, just get down like you, could you can probably get the still band on stage up on the
1: big screen behind them. Oh yeah, then put the little yeah. uh, sounds soundbox mic up their guitars and, and the and the drums and shit, and put the little sound box on the on the window just like a drive-in. Yeah, It'd be fantastic.
0: Yeah, you could probably still feel like the bass drops on your your oh, car like a little bit. Oh, well, I'd imagine, <laughs> especially you got a big enough sub. Oh, well, that would be fun. You'd have to bring an RV or something so you could at least like mosh in it kind of you know just get some like get some windmills in the open part by the,
1: the sink oh, stuff. oh i'm too uncoordinated man i'd break my elbow on the fucking microwave or something like that that's yeah that's true
0: yeah i, I always get just fucked up at shows because I just don't pay enough attention because I'm just so in awe of what's going on on stage that I'm not looking at what's going on around me and I'll just get hit in the head or like elbowed in the ribs. <laughs> like, I always get just fucked up every time. I never, <laughs> I'm never like really paying attention to what's going on around me. Oh, you gotta,
1: you always got to watch them.
0: <laughs> are you, fist flying. Are, is that, are you a guy that, do you go in the crowd? Like, are you, uh, you go in the pit or are you more of a, are you at the front? Like, what do you, if you're a audience member at a show, like a metal show, what are, what are you doing? These
1: days I'll usually stand in like the, as far back as I can, just away from everybody else, as far away as absolutely possible. <laughs> or I'll just go stand up in the front. It's very rarely that I get into a mosh pit anymore. I just, I'm tired. I'm getting old. I'll be 30 pretty soon.
0: So I am just...
1: <laughs> no thanks. That's a young man's game. <laughs> yeah.
0: I haven't been in one in since... I want to say... It was like two years ago. There was a show in Santa Cruz. I think I went and saw... It was Oceano, Carnifex. I can't remember who else is playing. Somebody, somebody else. But it was like... It was pretty cool. There wasn't that many people there. So it was pretty open pit. But... It was, like, the last time I, like, was in a circle pit or, like, a uh, woke up with, like, a really sore neck. <laughs> yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. I think the last so. time I really got, no, there was a couple times, but that was only because they were, like, old bands that came through. I had seen some, like, older bands that, like, I hadn't, like, really been into since high school, and this was, like, my first chance to see them as an adult. So, like, I think it was, I think we played a show with the agony scene yeah, we played a show with the agony scene and the agony scene came through and they played a bunch of songs from the darkest red. And I was like, well, I can't sit still for this. I don't care how old I am. <laughs> and like within like 30 seconds of moving my body, I was just like, well, I'm about to throw up. I'm too old for this. <laughs> and so <the laughs> we played another show with unearth and um, God, who was it? Unearth nice. and Darkest Hour not too long ago. And that was just like, metal push pit style more than anything so i got down in the pit and was like throwing up horns and like singing along being like <laughs> oh, yeah. rubbed up on by like sweaty dudes and pushing <laughs> everybody sometimes you just gotta go old school depends on Where the was vibe. that one at el corazon like every oh, other nice. show that i've nice. ever been to
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite places to go for it's so it's so awesome how that tiny room just gets freaking packed out like oh yeah I've been in a pit where there's so many people pushed up against me that I couldn't... I was just kind of doing like the this motion and falling, <laughs> but I wasn't falling because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't keep my own balance anymore. <laughs> it was just like the compression of people, like the crowd was oh, keeping yeah. Me up. Oh, yeah. just everybody <laughs> just wobbling kind of in unison. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're just against people and you're just... <laughs> the whole time and you're just like
1: yeah this is sick i'm having a yeah. great
0: time yeah i was trying to get to the front uh i think it was i think i declare war was playing i was trying to get to the front because i wanted to i wanted jamie to look me right in the fucking eyes like and just scream at me and i was like move <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying to get to the front <laughs> you gotta swim <laughs> through them yeah no i've got I've gotten the mic from him a couple times and then, and also from Eddie. Uh All Shall Parish now Suicide Silence. There was a couple Oh nice where I was gonna ask, was like, is that
1: an all shall parish shirt that you're wearing currently? Yes, it is. <laughs> nice sick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh that's my favorite band, dude. Uh I'm so sad that they haven't put out any any newer music in such a long time. They like talked about it like a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's what
1: I was gonna say. They were like gearing up to put out some new shit, I thought.
0: And they just haven't. I hope they do. That's a bummer. Uh, yeah, they were amazing. But I like the. I don't know if you've heard the new Suicide Silence. It's kind of a like a throwback to the older sound. It's not the. <laughs> it's not like their last album. <laughs> they fixed oh no! The, <laughs> yeah, I think they, I mean, they realized it. What...
1: I'm still not the biggest fan of the newer stuff, but it was definitely a good save uh, from that last album that they tried to put out that was mm-hmm. that's terrible i just think it's great that either they had some sort of money deal together for publicity which i doubt but it was just really funny how jared just bullied that band into being better yeah and <laughs> that was pretty great i kind of i kind of love this <laughs> yeah and then they put him in the video so either they were both in on it the whole time and that was the plan all long, or he really just like fucking put his dick on the table and showed them what was up.
0: I think what he did was so funny and just caught, like, a wave of people. And they I I think they either had to steer into it or, you know, or just go against him. You know, what are you going to do, you know?
1: Well, is this it? that's the thing. Nobody like pokes fun at bands and shit. Nobody like for some reason there's like this weird like mentality like in the music community that you can't criticize any band like, oh, everybody's just trying to make it. Everybody's following their dreams. I don't care. I have dreams too. I don't care about somebody else's dreams. We're all trying to make our dreams come true. They should be better at making their dreams come true or make better music. I don't have to blindly support everything. So it's nice. It's nice whenever people actually get criticized because so few people actually want to criticize any band and just be like, yeah, I don't like this. This kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like, you know, kind of several bands took that route, but the Suicide Silence did, but they did it better. Like, I feel like Whitechapel definitely took that route that Suicide Silence did, but they at oh, least, yeah. like, executed on something that was like. It wasn't like. It wasn't. If you listen to old Whitechapel and what's out now, you're like, you know, you're like, well, they sound like two different bands, but at yeah. least it's like. It's not. It's not, like, laughable. you know? Yeah, it was it's, tasteful. Like, a-
1: hmm Yeah, they, like, did their own thing with it.
0: Yeah, and some bands have, like, some bands have kind of just gone further, you know, like, Case of Strain, or, like, I would say, like, The Artist murders definitely just, like, stayed true to themselves, and they haven't necessarily tried to do that whole, like, kind of going, I don't know if, it, I don't know what it, to call it, like, I don't know if it's, like, trying to appeal to more people, or... Oh, yeah. Trying to <laughs> That's fit what into it is like, a... Yeah. Well,
1: what it is 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 the whole new metal craze, especially around that time, was really starting to ramp up again. And in more recent years, I feel like um, Deftones has been like a big favorite of people. So a lot of bands are, and still are trying to incorporate uh, like more uh, Deftone style stuff in their music and mm-hmm. so what I, what I saw whenever suicide silence was doing that is, oh we're trying to hop on board look we can write soft songs well watch us sing and it was just cheesy and terrible because they weren't like like you were saying about other bands staying true to themselves they're just trying to dick write a trend and just be like oh, i going to catch the wave and get more likes on instagram and just, sorry people can see through yeah.
0: that uh that's <laughs> yeah that's funny i wanted to ask you if you had to like put together like a say like a four band show and it's like this sh- it's like your all time like it's like your oh. perfect like you're going to go it's going to be the best show of your life like just for you like personally what would you like to see like just like that's such a that's such a hard question i just
1: ugh. see cuz that's the thing i like I feel like all the glitz and glamour of like going to shows has been totally ruined for me over the years. So like I don't have like any more like ideal shows. Like half the time I see bands that I really like a lot come through town and I just won't go see it because I'm just like I know what a show's going to be. I already know what it's going to be like. Fuck. I guess here, let me try. I really would like to see uh Poison the Well. They've been getting really not really, but they've been getting a little bit more active over the years here and there, and I really want to catch their shows. So that would be a good one. Um, mm, I've always wanted to see Pantera, and Dude, I didn't—I did, I didn't even get into Pantera around 2005. <laughs> so yeah, so missing out Pantera's on the on opportunity to see fucking Dimebag bums me out, and everybody <laughs> be so it, awesome. Every—I know everybody hates Phil. And so I have no problem being a Pantera fan still because everyone's like, oh, what about Phil and Somo? And it's like, his own bandmates fucking hated him. He was a shitty heroin addict and they kicked him out. And then it ultimately ruined the band and got Dimebag killed. So fuck Phil. But it's not going to yeah. act like I don't have a Pantera tattoo on my stomach. I'd love to see him.
0: Yeah, if I could go back and just... Yeah, if I can go back like the 90s just see them. Yeah, just that sometime. would rip. I think about like, that all the time, dude. Like just going back to to see, like, them and, like, see Metallica, all of them, like, just all, of, like, it'd be so awesome. Just, just that time period,
1: it was such a, I think it was such a crazier time for music as the metal just exploded around then, and became huge, and, and then has since mm-hmm. been, like, tapering off and dwindling slowly, and I feel like now we're in a period of time where metal needs to have, like, some sort of crazy rebirth or, like, die, and I don't think it's gonna die because it's got too many fans everywhere, but, like, things, I don't know. Things just seem like they're getting so fake and so stale. But then the entire industry seems like it was murdered by a virus. So maybe we will get to start over. Who knows? Get another heyday.
0: Yeah. I'm hoping there's just stuff in the works that everybody's staying quiet about right now. And, you know, just stuff starts popping up soon. I hope that's what's happening. Mm. You know, especially with everything going on. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, music is. And the messages that you can put behind mm. and use music to, you know, spread that message is, you know, I think it's something that I'm sure people are, um, you know, working on and and thinking about and and doing. So, yeah. Well, that I mean, like this the is best the best chug of water ever, dude. Oh, that
1: is not water. That <laughs> is that is a Japanese beer called oh, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh You're good. I don't drink water in this household, sir. <laughs> support was good i dig it i threw it's a little bit do. of crown royal in there it was wonderful but um god what was i gonna say um music yes this is the best time to make music in the midst of like all this bullshit that's happening is because now there's actually something to say and something to stand for and it's like there's been things going on in the world for a while but now it seems like the whole world's getting to like some breaking point like you look at the news all around the world people are like we stand with america and they're like, that never happens. Like my whole life, I thought everybody hated all of us. And then now they're like, yeah. we're on your side. And so now's now's a good time to be part of something bigger than yourself, other than like making music because you want to be popular. Now it's like mm-hmm. you actually have a reason. I've been seeing bands that have been like rushing to get releases out and donating 100% of the proceeds to charities And it's like, well, this is what music is now, and it's nice because it's just people making music to make music here. Enjoy this thing, please purchase it. I don't want any of the money. I just want people to enjoy this thing and then give the proceeds to somebody else to do something yeah, good. and it's just like it's the, nice to see
0: byproduct of it, yeah,
1: it's not like as sneaky or as creepy, you know, and I'm sure some people do stuff like that for clout, but it's like it's actually better than like not doing or saying or standing for anything.
0: I agree with you. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, the the seeing the other countries and the people protesting in other countries just in support of what's going on right now is it really goes to like really goes to show how much you know the the system has just been corrupt for so long that this time now where it's so this many people are noticing this many people are standing up, you know, something has to change. Like yeah. I can't like if, if nothing else is working, cause clearly nothing else has been working. Like, a, you know, like all this peaceful protesting that has been going on, hasn't been working clearly. Um, yeah. and so just, yeah, this having this huge, uh, this huge wave and this new, like it's, it's really cool to see and to, you know, to, to be a part of and to, to support and to, you know, just, to actively, you know, watch. And what's cool, too, is to see how many of my friends and and stuff are also, you know, in support and are out there and doing things. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of makes me feel good. You know, It makes me feel like I'm on a, uh, you know, in it with a good group of people.
1: Yeah, for sure. It is nice. It's, it's good to see people actually, like, getting involved and giving a shit and going out and do something. It really seems like there's just, like, this new... Um, anger in people to actually like stand up you know and Mm -hmm. like for years i tried to be as like absolutely inclusive as possible and open-minded about everything and i try not to be a dick to people about stuff and i try to listen to them Uh, now there's just i've gotten to a point where i just i don't want to like value absolutely everything i do think there's opinions out there to where people are like oh you you seem to be so for free speech but what i can't talk and i think that it is absolutely necessary to draw a line sometimes because not all speech is positive speech not all speech is doing something and just because we have the right the free speech doesn't mean it should get abused to be totally hateful you know like some people yeah and some people right now kind of just, I think some people need to shut up. I feel like there's a lot of people in the world that don't, uh, not even the world, just like this country, or probably the world because they do not they're not familiar with what's going on in America, but there's a lot of Americans who don't really understand and they keep talking and they go, yeah, but what about this? And it's like, yeah, but what about you shut up? How about you just open your ears and not your mouth and listen to what people are trying to mm-hmm. say and maybe try to understand for once because it doesn't seem
0: like people really have up to this point. Yeah, I I agree with that and I I've been, you know, personally just trying to take that and and take that path of just trying to understand and listen and and you know, and hear what people have to say about it and not try and and push like my opinion out in the world cuz I don't feel like first of all I don't feel like people very many people are going to listen to what I have to say about what's going on right now. Uh, I feel that so, way about me too. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's like I just want to I just want to be, you know, whatever I can and however supportive I can be and uh, and just be, you know, there for, you know, just be supportive. That's all. That's, you know, it's really all that I can do. And, yeah. you know, I can use like this platform podcast to hopefully have conversations like we're having right now and mm-hmm. p- other people can listen and maybe somebody else listening, their opinion could get changed by what they hear. That's like the goal of, you know. Yeah of talking about this on the podcast at least. So um mhm I uh yeah I don't really I think that it's I've noticed and been observant of what's been happening in this country with police brutality for years and have always been like disgusted with it and have just I'm glad to see that there's like a serious this is like one of the more serious things I've ever seen in my life and in history when it comes to yeah. uh, like protesting for a change in the system. So yeah, it's, it's exciting. And yeah. it's also kind of a little scary and just un- the uncertainty and just, and you know, right yeah. in the pandemic, it's just, it's been a, it's been a weird like couple of months. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: shit Shit definitely went downhill quick. It all kind of just fell to shit and all hell broke loose and I've just been, God, how long my roommate started talking about it back in January about everything. And I was just waiting for all this to happen. I'm just like, fuck, here comes the government and we're going to have to go in our homes and they're going to start pushing us around. And then people are going to get angry and then there's going to be riots and there's going to be looting. And then um, it ended up being more racial related riots than I thought. But it's everything seems to be going to plan so far. So it's just it's just wild to watch everything unfold, and I'm just waiting to see what happens next with everything, because it's just crazy. Day by day, more footage surfaces of just people getting brutalized out in the streets for shit, and people are like, oh, well, then they shouldn't be protesting, or they should calm down and blah, 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 and it's like, I don't know, man, people are getting shot in the face with rubber bullets who aren't even involved. You know, elderly are yeah. getting their heads cracked open. It doesn't even matter what anybody's skin color is. They're like pointing guns at kids. They're pepper spraying children. Mm. I mean, they're, it's, hard to, it's hard to make excuses for it and be like, well, maybe if you see it from this angle. And it's like, I don't think there's too many angles to see those kinds of things from, you know? No.
0: And there was that video of that elderly man. Getting shoved to the ground, yeah. The blood that? just started
1: pouring out of his ears, and yeah. they just stomped over him. I yeah, dude, believe, that was
0: nuts. I couldn't believe that. And then, and then to watch what happens when you hear that—that that apparently they say that he tripped. Oh, well, they then, say he tripped. I, I read God some stuff it. that they say he tripped, and then they actually get the video. Who knows? Who knows? Because I'm just reading stuff online, yeah. and that's all I have. Oh have, yeah! All we all video. have is
1: text on screen and videos like that. Yeah, it's yeah, ugh. it's
0: like yeah, it's just I have that video and then I have all this other text to read around that. And what I saw in the video is a cop shoving a guy on the ground and he starts bleeding out of his ear. Yep, that's pretty you extreme. a face to me. value on the internet. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. I don't even, I don't know what to think uh, right now. It's just yeah. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to like come in contact with police that are geared up like that. I just... No. Uh, I'd rather... <laughs> yeah, cause it,
1: it doesn't seem like they give much of a shit about us at all.
0: mm Yeah, I don't think it matters who you are anymore. No,
1: they get the badge and they go, well, I got the badge. Mm-hmm. And that's what matters. Nobody else. Yeah. Blue lives matter, right? That's what they think.
0: I've... Yeah, I've seen... Yeah, I've been... I'm sure everybody's been. We've all been. This has been the massive Facebook. I wonder what the Facebook server that handles unfriending and friending like is just <laughs> doing right now. Because it's probably just like smoking somewhere. You're it's fucking just, on overdrive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I've seen so many things of glad I found out who I can unfriend today on Facebook or on yeah. Twitter. Or like, uh, my friends list got a lot lighter today and stuff <laughs> like that.
1: See, and I normally don't even like to do that. I normally don't even like to just delete people over things like that. I'm like, whatever, this guy's kind of an asshole. If they're not saying just like, you know, like blatantly racist things, you know, if they're like, all lives matter, I'm usually like, whatever, that person might be kind of a dick, but not the worst person. But now I see it and I'm just like, God, at this point, you're just choosing to be antagonistic and combative with people. No, but you need I to see so. it this way. It's about I love. I think so. Oh, yeah. Break. I think
0: so because. What are you against? Like, what what are you, like, what are you, like, are you saying that you, the police should be allowed to do this? Like, police should be allowed to shoot people? Like, is that what you're saying? Yeah,
1: as if we don't already know that everybody's life matters. No, all lives matter. Yeah, I know, Uh, stupid ass. That's not what we're trying to say. That's not the point at all.
0: (laughs) If, yeah, I don't even know what to say to somebody when, if they say that, it's just,
1: I do, yeah, I don't anymore. I've run out of patience.
0: What are you trying to What are you trying to do? What are you trying to Are you trying to feel valid? Do you not feel valid because okay. other people are getting more attention right now? Yeah. Is that what the fuck I you need think? I need it to be
1: about me.
0: Yeah, is that really I believe that's has to be some small part of it. Is that this movement right now, if you're if you're not involved and you don't feel like being active and people cast you out, you get defensive and then you start to, you know, you start to want to be valid too, I think. But that's yeah. not, it well, that doesn't, like, it's not about you. And it doesn't matter if you want to feel valid. Like, I I don't want to fucking feel, like, I'm not sitting here going, I need to feel, feel valid because I'm white. Like, I don't fucking, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like your whiteness just is threatened.
1: Black lives matter. Oh my god, my whiteness.
0: It doesn't I don't understand it and it shows like your lack of just like social awareness, I think. Just yeah. really just not understanding the bigger picture of what's going on and just feeling like you need to be valid too. Like I need to be picked too. I need, I can't be yeah. left out on the sideline. It's like shut shut up.
1: It's just <laughs> it's just white people missing whenever they had all the power and not just some of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I they're I they're know, like they're that?
1: like oh I can't believe this I can't believe these people would want rights Ugh this is my country just shut up
0: I mean I gotta I gotta say like living up there and then moving down here definitely learned a lot about myself and a lot about. Just like how to like, like just being around other cultures, environments, like just being put in a different situation where you're not like, like growing up in in Washington, a large part of especially in Graham. And I know you can vouch for this too. A large part of that community is just old white people. Oh yeah. It's just, it's like largely white there. I didn't realize how much it was like largely white where I was until I moved down here into like like the Monterey Bay area where mm-hmm. it's like vastly different and it's just been like i like the what i've realized about myself is there's been some like being in that area growing up around that environment there's been some things that were that i learned to be different than what was placed on me you know mm-hmm. like being in that environment you know what i mean like just Going and experiencing other things and learning other things, you're like, okay, like you go, you kind of look back at where you're, and you're like, okay, like, especially during now, like, I've noticed a few people have said that some of the stuff on some stuff like that online, like, moving, moving out of town has definitely changed my perspective. And I, you know, I wish my friends back home had some of the same, like, kind of experiences that I've had. Mm-hmm. So I think it would definitely, like, change their perspective and kind of, Open them up to other understandings and just realize how things were how things have been for them living in that environment as opposed yeah. to other parts of the world, yeah, um, living in that little bubble, so, mhm everybody's safe living in their a little bubble. bubble right now, yeah, yeah, and other bubbles a lot of people like to, yeah, other bubbles are like very different, you know, like every bubble's different than the other one, and we're all living yeah, and we don't. That's why there's all this clash online because like there's people that live in a bubble up mm-hmm. somewhere like back yeah. there and they see some shit online from way across the country in a very different place that's been different for the whole yeah. time and they're just yeah they don't they don't understand it's it,
1: communities just aren't meant to be as big like we, technology has made our uh, I guess social structure evolve much faster than we can handle and normally you're used to staying in like these small groups and small communities but now the community is worldwide so like you said you Mm -hmm. are all in these different little community bubbles and then you will clash with other people online and so it's it's just like this weird thing of this huge clash of cultures and everybody talking over everybody Mm -hmm. and it's just wild it's but but yeah, it's yeah. it's also such an amazing thing. It's a great time to just learn. Like I talk to people all over the world, and it's just interesting to get like a big view of the world as opposed to just trying to die on my hill of a tiny view of what I only can
0: see around me. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And also, like it's more now more than ever. Is like we've been saying is is an important time to just listen. I think, and that's yeah. Like like if you, like because we get to see all the bu- other bubbles we get we have access now we get to actually yeah. like talk to people that are over there we can listen and try to understand as best we can we can't actually understand because you know we don't we just don't have that ex- we don't get to experience those things the same way but we just we can try to our best to as all and so i think that's all we can do is just try our best to understand and and put ourselves in in other people's shoes and uh listen and be supportive
1: Mm hmm yeah it's more empathy
0: and i've asked you like a couple about a couple different like future projects but are you just gonna keep keep putting like stuff up online instagram like just riffs and you don't have any like major like you said you're just trying to take a break right now you don't have any major like uh things kind of in the works really
1: hmm not really. I got, like, I don't have, like, ideas for, like, content like a lot of people do. Like, I can't just, like, sit there and, like, crap shit out. So I only like to post, like, little riffs that, like, I thought of in like, really terrible quality. Um, but I, I have another EP that I want to work on here pretty soon. I hired my buddy to do some session drums. So as soon as he gets them sent to me, I'll get started. And uh, I went and put my guitar in, like, an open G tuning and got a slide and kind of just trying to mix, like, Older, like, metalcore, mathcore with, like, slide guitar blues shit and making something really nasty and just swampy and lo-fi and gross and, yeah. So that that's cool. that's what I want to do next. It's, it's going to sound awful and I'm going to print it on tape and nobody's going to want to buy it. But I'm going to do it because <laughs> it sounds fun to me.
0: <laughs> well, that does sound awesome, dude. Uh, where else can people, like... Uh... Where else can people follow like your content besides your, is it like mainly your Instagram that you put stuff out through or is it, do you
1: like, yeah, pretty much. I got like a Facebook and an Instagram and like I, you know, I got like a YouTube channel that I've had for since like 2000 fucking six. But I don't really put stuff up on YouTube anymore because YouTube's like seems like it's on its way out. Everybody's getting like shut out. They're trying to turn more into like a TV station than net or like the next Netflix than anything. So I'm like, what am I gonna fuck around yeah. with YouTube for? I've mi- i missed my window for YouTube years ago. So now I'm just putting shit mm-hmm. out because I mean, the really the only platforms I do have are Instagram and Facebook, and they're really like the only ones I can stand. So just fuck it.
0: Have you thought about Have you thought about throwing up your riffs on TikTok at all? Oh man, I hate TikTok. I know you hate I, TikTok. I hate it with a burning passion. <laughs> well, hold on, now, hear me out before you <laughs> hear me out before you like just go full on, I mean, it's, against it's it's it. Before,
1: before I hear you out, hear me out because I've considered like making porn before I've considered getting involved in TikTok. <laughs> You're going to do
0: it OnlyFans? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I man. Once I lose a bit, of, once I lose a little bit of weight, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, okay. just hang some dog and make some extra cash. Fuck it. Nice.
0: Um, <laughs> no, the only reason I mention it is like the videos that you're putting up right now are already kind of like a minute ish long, which is the yeah. format there. And I just notice, like even on even for myself, like when I post stuff on YouTube and Instagram, like comedy videos and stuff. The amount of hits I get for uh, like likes and views and shares is just so so much higher on TikTok every single time, and so hmm. and I, the only reason I mention it is because there are people I've I have a follow a couple guys that just it's just them. It's a similar setup to you. They're just there with their amp, and it's just a it's a riff, and then it's just a minute long, and then it goes to the next one, and it's just there's like channel you can just Hmm. i feel like there's just a there's a definitely like a wave that's not girls dancing and doing the whole thing like that (laughs) because that's like all i think it is that's all you see (laughs) because that's like what everybody's talking about there's i'm sick
1: of anime girls lip syncing
0: yeah dude you can there's a there's a whole like there's a there's a lane for like what i'm doing which is just like one minute joke clips like one of my buddies mm-hmm. one of my buddies threw up a joke on there went viral got like 7 million views on one of his videos in like a day and then he became oh, shit yeah, I think he still right now is like the second highest most viewed stand up clip on TikTok
1: Oh uh, fuck that's actually that's actually a really good idea now you're really twisting my arm because uh, I've been wanting just, to start doing more comedy <laughs> shit and and I only put... one, I only one put minute put jokes it. is right up my alley
0: Okay fuck. I only put it out there cuz it's like like when Instagram was kind of, I feel like there was waves. There's been waves kind of in social media where there's been like, you know, f- Facebook and then there was Twitter and then. Oh, yeah. Instagram One of them's always King. On and then there was like Vine, but Vine kind of died. I feel like TikTok right now is like the biggest thing for sure. Like it's what everybody's watching. And what's cool about it is it connects with everything else. So you can share everything through it, like onto mm-hmm. Instagram, onto Facebook, whatever. Uh, but it's definitely where everybody's eyes are. And that's like the thing I'm yeah, thinking about true. mostly is just like, here's where the most eyeballs are in every single category of thing. Like like people, people have a TikTok and just watch, like I'm saying, like they'll watch jokes or they'll watch like people like playing riffs or they'll watch dudes like. There's dudes like fishing. There's like guys that are just like baseball coaches on there that like what the fuck? <laughs> will like do like a duet video where they watch like I've seen this just scrolling where they watch like a the guy will like submit a video of him like pitching or golfing swinging and then they like review the golf swing and stuff <laughs> and, and it's like ridiculous. Why does that sound but so there's funny? just it's just huge. There's so many lanes and so. Yeah, I. Hmm. (laughs) You don't have to be. You can definitely throw up some videos doing those dances if you want. (laughs) But I I just, (laughs) I just think I'm just thinking like for you know, for exposure and stuff like that. It's definitely the best.
1: Hell yeah, that's definitely something to consider.
0: Nice. Your dog?
1: Oh yeah, she decided to come join. Apparently, (laughs) you weren't invited. Nobody invited you. This isn't your podcast. You're not a
0: guest. (laughs) Well man, uh I wanna say this has been this has been fun, like sitting down and talking. Um Yeah. I it's been cool. You've been somebody that, you know, I've been following for a while, I've seen your band, I've uh you know, you guys you guys like definitely bring it and there's like a good like a really good energy there. Um and I really like the projects that you're doing right now online and so I hope that uh I know I hope as the future goes on Hopefully crowds can come back and then, uh, you know, be back up stage and and doing stuff. Um, If you want right now, you can give people your uh, Instagram handle and Facebook stuff and and links to your band pages if you want. So people can go follow their listening. Sure. Um, I am
1: Brendan in real life on Instagram. I am in a band called... Into the Flood and on Instagram it's Into the Flood Washington and I play bass in an emo band called Afterwards and we're Afterwards Band on Instagram and it's spelled like after words instead of actually afterwards and it's all one word. It's very confusing. so (sighs) And I don't know Facebook links and stuff like that but you can look up all that same stuff on Facebook. Uh, It's all up there too. Awesome
0: dude. Well, uh, Thank you for doing this. and uh, Yeah dude,
1: thanks for having me.